Hello and welcome to the Corner Flag. The World Cup is on. We have not been on, but I think we'll be back for good. This is episode 194. Welcome everybody to the Corner Flag. Uh, it is a uh, an episode of the Corner Flag after a very long time. I think about what three weeks uh, since we since we put out an episode, Akash. Yeah, I think it's been three weeks. Uh, yeah. yeah, three I weeks, three Mondays we tried. Yeah, uh, but just been busy. I feel like this is the longest we've gone without releasing an episode of the podcast, and I think life has just happened to us. Yeah, it just feels like end of the year, all the work towards the end of the year is happening now and uh, we've all been busy. I mean, like we haven't been able to find just two of us available on a Monday, which yeah. is uh, quite something. Yeah, as as Ganti, a uh, very uh, friend of the flag, Abhishek Ganti, uh, very, uh, very eloquently put on Instagram, he, he messaged me a little earlier today asking about where the podcast was and I told him this very thing that we are all busy and, and unfortunately when we are all busy, Corner flag t- tends to take a back seat. Uh, he said everybody has pulled a Mukesh, and I thought that was uh, uh, bitingly accurate. I feel, uh, mm, yeah, I feel ashamed. Yeah, but uh, yes, he is right. But uh, hopefully, hopefully now we're back. Hopefully now we'll be able to uh, to resume our regular programming schedule where we we get into your podcast apps uh, every Tuesday. Yeah, I think uh, hopefully with the festive season coming, work ends up becoming a little bit lesser and yeah. uh, then we can meet every every week. Yeah, absolutely. But see, the thing is, it's not like we've missed out on anything in the last three weeks. It's not like there's been a lot of football being played. It's not like there's some major tournament happening in one part Listen, of the world. Listen, there's, there's, there has been some... Are you living under a rock? There's been something really important happening. Like what? United lost two games in a row. I Real was... Betis and Cadiz. Uh, was... Let's not pretend like there's no important football to talk about. I was hoping that we would uh, throw that under the carpet. I, uh, I, 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 I didn't want to watch those friendlies to begin with, but uh, I followed them like on like whatever radio commentary or whatever you call it, just on the app, just ball by ball updates, right? And uh, yeah, it was just it just a, a healthy dose of depression. Like I, I was hoping that we would get away with not talking about that shit. But uh, yeah, thank you for bringing that up, Akash. Like you said, there's not much to talk about. <laughs> yeah, but yes, of course, <laughs> a, a, a little na- a national team tournament called the FIFA World Cup has been going on uh, in Qatar, of course. I have... Okay, you know what? I think maybe we should not have apologized for uh, for being MIA for three weeks because of work. We should have just said we are boycotting the fact that the World Cup's happening in Qatar. I think that would have been... A better way to go about it. Now that I think about it, we can we can still go that route. It's fine. Yeah, fine. This is it's, this. It's we, fine. We boycotted the World Cup in Qatar, guys, and uh, uh, that is why till the end of the World Cup, we won't come back. We just we just thought we'd we'd check in for a little while for a very short duration, but that's about it. That's all you're getting. <laughs> no, but you know, to be honest, at the start of the World Cup, I did sort of boycott it. Because of multiple reasons. One, because this whole Qatar thing was just leaving a bad taste in the mouth. Two, because that Geo Cinemas, firstly, Geo Cinemas didn't have an app for my yeah. TV. Oh, so fuck. I couldn't watch it. Yeah. Right? 
and then so for the first two or three uh, days of football my tv couldn't play it so i was watching it on the very very buggy and very very slow uh, app that they have for the mobile devices then the app came for my tv and i was just like you know what fuck this shit main nahi dekhne wala main boycott karne wala hu i'm not feeling it this time around and then slowly it sucked me in man it's the world yeah. cup you can't boycott it yeah that's you can true try, that's but true but after a while the buggy app was okay geo cinema sort of sorted their shit out and i was hooked to the football again no so on that on that note like i mean yeah geo cinema when it started out of course it, it was an absolute shit show right because there were a lot of streaming issues it was very buggy there was considerable lag and yeah. uh, so i i got the geo cinema app for my tv but you need to have a geo number to use the geo cinema app on your tv it's free only for your mobile devices if i'm not mistaken because i wasn't able to log into the geo cinema app on my tv i haven't logged into the app so i get ads at the start and at half time but i can still i don't have a geo number oh that's oh that's 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 weird cuz so i did you buy a geo number no no i uh, i i bought some shares in reliance but i haven't bought a geo <laughs> number <laughs> no so what i did was uh, i so i i tried to use the the app on the on the tv but it it, it wouldn't let me log in only so i don't know how you managed to access the app without logging in uh huh. it just wouldn't let me log in so then i said fuck it i'm not going to watch the entire world cup on my phone uh but luckily my wife is uh, the kind of person who does not believe in cutting the cord and we still have a tata sky connection at home uh and i have never appreciated this decision that she has made in our house more than i did at the start of the world cup because sports 18 hd is a channel that has magically shown up on my tata sky and i just had to subscribe to it and subscribing to channels on tata sky is fucking easy because you just send a missed call and in one second the channel's active so that's what i did so i'm watching the world cup on television that's like, amazing like i live in the fucking 90s but what is you just moved you just yeah. moved and you got your house done in 2022 and you got tata sky i got tata sky so you have tata sky and you have a smart tv and you have yeah. an apple tv and don't you also have a fire tv No I don't have a fire TV. I mean I do have oh. a fire stick but that's at my parents house. Wow. What do you watch on why what else do you do on Tata Sky? So I tell so I mean I'll tell you what honestly Tata Sky is a I lot of fun. That because... we're back. We're back on Corner Flag after really long and we're not yeah. discussing the World Cup but we're no, discussing Tata but, Sky pe kya hota hai. But this is more important all right this is more important. <laughs> uh the thing is when you have nothing else to do like if you're just randomly you have some time you're having lunch in the middle of a work day because of course work from home uh and and you just want to like watch something without like thinking about what you want to watch and like right now there's not a lot of shows that my wife and I are like watching and of course if my wife and I are watching a show I can't watch the show without her right so if you just want mm. to just watch something time pass while having lunch lunch is not going to take you more than 15 20 minutes just any random movie that's playing on star movies something or the others on comedy <laughs> central something friends is always playing on comedy central or brooklyn 99 is always playing on comedy central 
तो ऐसे बीच में ऐसे वी डू इट लाइक ऐसे रैंडमली वील जस्ट वॉच वन रैंडम एपिसोड ऑफ ऑफ फ्रेंड्स ऑफ ब्रुकलिन नाइन नाइन और वट एवर द फर्क and because we have tata sky what we do is in the morning we try to do this thing where we wake up and with our coffee we watch the news like an old couple uh <laughs> so so yeah like we've managed wow. to find uses for a terrestrial television connection but uh, but yeah even the tata guy tata sky guy would have told you that sir you're sure you want a new connection <laughs> like now Have you heard of the world of smart TVs? I'll tell you. I'll tell you how awkward it was for the Tata Sky guys. So now that you pointed that out, Tata Sky has rebranded themselves into Tata Play. It's not Tata Sky anymore. Okay, wow. it is Tata Play because that joint venture with Sky Television has ended. So now okay. Tata owns the whole thing, and Tata has renamed it Tata Play. Now. everything like when you turn on the set top box and everything like it obviously the software says tata play and welcome to tata play and all of that is fine par mera set top box pe abhi bhi tata sky hi likha hai the logo is still tata sky matlab wo itna purana set top box diya usne like are yaar subscriber nahi mil rahe purana mal nikalo so that's where we are at wow and this episode is sponsored by tata play that was all that we have for you today evening इसको लगा डाला तो लाइव झिंगा लाला एवरीवन बट नो लेट्स 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 एट लीस्ट अटेम्प्ट टू टॉक अबाउट द वर्ल्ड कप नाउ आई आई थॉट व्हाट वी डू फॉर दिस एपिसोड आकर्ष इज लेट्स नॉट गो इनटू द नीटी ग्रिटीज ऑफ यू नो एनालाइजिंग द गेम्स बिकॉज़ इट दैट्स जस्ट वे टू मच फुटबॉल टू कॉम्प्रिहेंड एंड इफ आई एम बीइंग वेरी ऑनेस्ट आई हैवंट सीन ऑल द गेम्स मैं मेरे पास उतना टाइम नहीं है गाइस आकर्ष तेरे पास भी उतना टाइम नहीं है मिसिंग बिल्कुल नहीं तू तू मतलब तू इंसॉमनिया का तू रात को जागता है तो यू माइट बी सीइंग द 12:30 एएम के कॉफ्स बट यार मेरे से नहीं हो रहा है लाइक आई आई डिड नॉट वाच द द क्वार्टर फाइनल बिटवीन इंग्लैंड एंड फ्रांस बिकॉज़ इट वाज जस्ट टू लेट एंड इट लाइक आई एंडेड अप वाचिंग द अर्जेंटीना नेदरलैंड्स गेम व्हिच वेंट इनटू एक्स्ट्रा टाइम एट द लास्ट मिनट व्हेन वेंट इनटू पेनल्टी सो बाय द टाइम आई स्लेप्ट दैट नाइट इट वाज 3:30 एएम और मैं अभी अंकल बन गया मैं बूढ़ा हो गया मेरे को नेक्स्ट डे वो नहीं जमा यार मैं मैं फक्त था पूरा दिन फक्त था मैं नेक्स्ट डे तो आई थॉट टुडे व्हाट वी डू इज वील जस्ट टॉक अबाउट द वर्ल्ड कप दैट इज बीन एंड वील जस्ट टॉक अबाउट सम ऑफ आवर हाइलाइट्स लाइक राइट फ्रॉम द फर्स्ट गेम राइट फ्रॉम द ग्रुप स्टेजेस अप अंटिल नाउ दैट वी आर डन विद द क्वार्टर फाइनल्स एंड वी आर लुकिंग फॉरवर्ड टू द सेमीज एंड फाइनल्स लेट्स जस्ट टॉक अबाउट आवर हाइलाइट्स of the world cup so far so akash why don't you start with something that caught your eye something interesting that that you want to talk about i mean i feel like we have to talk about for starters germany and their collapse i think that that Ooh. group was supposed to be uh the group of death and it was supposed to be the one where japan would have lots of like japan would just yeah. be fodder in that group yeah Yeah. What a performance by Japan and Germany just nowhere to be seen. Absolutely. It's so nice to see Germany get fucked like this and on that point I don't know if you've seen this but on Pakistani television uh there yeah, was I have uh, seen it. There was uh, a a guy called Amar Nakvi who was who was uh, analyzing the games and he went on a spectacular rant uh about how he has no sympathy for the german team and he listed out all the the historical uh, instances all through i think 19 from the 1950s he started yeah. all the way up until uh, 2018 so it was one of the best most eloquently put passionate rants that i have ever seen it was an absolutely brilliant piece of content do check it out his uh, twitter handle is karachi khatmal 
on Twitter. So just go on over there and see the see the video, or you can go on to my Twitter. I've retweeted it, so you can see it on my timeline as well. It is just so good, and it's I amazing. I, my sentiments are echoed with him, man. Like I have no sympathy for this German team. I know a lot of people think, oh, Germany has so many good players, and yes, they do. All right. nothing against the players i think thomas muller is a fantastic player uh, i think it's great that mario goetze has made his way back into the german national team after uh, a few seasons out after a few terrible club seasons for him as well it's great that a player as talented as him is coming back um, but you know fuck that like i do not like germany the national team yeah I don't think anyone's really missing them in uh, in the knockouts, and I think uh, Japan were much more interesting team to have. I mean, I can't believe they topped a group that had Spain and Germany. Yeah, like, and they beat they, them. They they beat Spain. They beat Germany. Just a resilient, never say die attitude from those Japanese players. And they, and they Jap- lost. And they lost the game to Costa Rica because they're like, "Tum log le lo." You know, ah. it's fine. all round good guys but when we are talking about japan we also have to talk about their fans because the the most likable fans of this world cup i think have been the japanese fans the way they clean up their areas of the stadium where they are sitting after they're done every world just, cup it's just beautiful it yeah. is so good and i think everybody wanted them to go all the way to the final just so that the migrant workers who have to clean up in qatar who <laughs> already have gone through a lot would have some respite they'd have some help yeah yeah for sure cruel think, cruel penalty uh, knockout yeah man what a i mean to be fair they have only themselves to blame because those penalties were atrocious awful Awful, overall awful. overall i feel like we've seen a terrible level of penalties throughout the tournament yeah i think uh, while talking about penalties also I, the next most shocking penalty shootout loss was spain uh, and and mm. even the spanish penalties were just so so bad terrible but i feel like there you have to give bono some credit i think yes. he was he was good uh but spain just looked like they'd won in in their head yeah you know they there was just a little bit of cockiness about their penalties just too lazy yeah and even even like the final penalty like uh, when busquets steps up to take it he has a smile on his face and again you know i th- i feel like sergio busquets is also another type of player that i just don't like and at least with yeah. like the german players when i said thomas muller or what i don't mind them for the clubs i think they're fantastic players sergio busquets i hate him for barcelona as well like i hate <laughs> everything about sergio busquets and the fact that he had a fucking smile on his face it just made it so much better when he missed it and for morocco to to go through uh morocco then of course later on knocking portugal as well in the quarter finals like that is ridiculous like let's move from japan to morocco now because that is the side that everybody now is rooting for they are the absolute underdog and what an underdog story morocco has been in this world cup they've been incredible i mean no single team has managed to score against them yeah it's... and i think i think it's all it's all down to the goalkeeper bono uh, i think uh, he has finally found what he's been looking for uh, <laughs> and it's just a beautiful day when bono is in goal it's it's crazy yeah he's he's been that entire defense has been so good yeah 
I can't wait to see where the players go. I feel like lots of them are going to come in the Premier League. I, I feel, feel like it's I going to be like a nice I've, influx. Yeah, but I feel like that and every World Cup or every international tournament at least and more so the World Cup because you get to see a lot more teams of course from all over the place and not just the European continent. But I feel like every World Cup these underdog teams tend to come up with these random players who do really really well. But when they get the big money moves to like top clubs in Europe or whatever they never end up fulfilling the potential that they've shown in the World Cup. I think for a lot of these players and i hate to see this but i feel even bono included are going to do great only in the world cup and and after that they're not really going to have the same same impact no but i feel like none of this morocco team is actually going to be big money signings and i don't think maybe some of them might go to the big clubs but i feel like they could all do a good job for mid table teams yeah you know Fair. i feel like we i don't see your liverpools and cities going for any of the their players but for a leicester for someone like aston villa maybe even newcastle could get a few who knows yeah but another great story about morocco is that in i think it was 2007 the king invested a whole bunch of money into yeah. grassroots football and it's been 15 years in the making but it's just that that is now paying off and 15 yeah. years is not bad at all yeah yeah for an investment to pay off within 15 years and for your national team to be the first african nation to reach the semi finals of the world cup is incredible i think that's fantastic true and Absolutely i feel like true. the entire i feel like they're the only team where the entire continent is behind them Yeah like I'm sure every african nation right now is praying for morocco to yeah. do the unthinkable and beat france yes yeah. and that would be a fantastic story and i would totally love for that to happen because it's not just the african world in fact even the arab world is is uh, is yeah. rooting for morocco right and uh, it it it's just great to see the bond that the players have with their families as well you know after every win that morocco have done ashraf hakimi who's their captain and their star player almost uh, of course right back for psg is seen you know having having a, a lovely moment with his mom i think uh, hakimi's mother has won the world cup already i think that is the best thing to come out of this world cup the most wholesome thing to come out of this world cup uh, uh, and 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 it's just such a joy to see them playing uh, uh, not them playing with their parents that that would be weird they're playing with <laughs> well, other players but to see them celebrate with their parents is is, uh, is 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 amazing also because i think morocco are one of the only teams where uh, the coach has allowed the family to stay with the players in their resort yeah. and he's made it a point to to keep the families of the players close so it is like an extended family vacation almost and they're having the time of their lives yeah i feel like maybe i don't know if it's a family vacation or on the flip side it's a family tournament where you know mm. where the family is actually the support staff uh emotionally speaking and uh, speaking of hakimi i feel like he's <laughs> been so wholesome all around because at the start of the world cup when spain left sergio ramos out of their squad yeah he said that i think sergio ramos is the best defender that spain have and they're definitely going to reg- uh, regret it and then after hakimi scored the winning penalty against spain he did that little penguin dance that he usually yeah. does with sergio ramos yeah. i mean what a sweet callback and what a yeah. fuck you yeah 
if there is a way to do shithousery, that is the way to yeah. do shithousery. Right? That's, like that, that's that is such an elegant shithousery. Heartwarming shithousery is is correct. Uh, my highlight, and and I have a couple here, but just going off of uh, the shithousery bit that we are just talking about is the fact that uh, Uruguay got knocked out and Luis Suarez cried because of course that happened in the last group stage game. And this was a game that a lot of us were looking forward to. Uh, a repeat of the Uruguay versus Ghana game from 2014, I think it was when, yeah. when Suarez handled the ball on the goal line, denying <clears throat> Ghana a winner in in injury time, in extra time almost of injury time. Uh, uh, in, in injury time of extra time. He sorry. was 2010. He was 2010, was 2010? I think. It yeah. was 2010. It was 2010. Sorry, my bad. It was 2010. And uh, of course, uh, Asamoah Gyan stepped up to take the penalty. Uh, Suarez, of course, got sent off. Gyan got stepped up to take the penalty and he missed it. And then Ghana got knocked out on penalties. And even before the game, even before this grudge match, when Suarez was addressing questions by the media, he was asked about it. He was asked about if he's going to expect to be targeted by the Ghanaians, if he's going to get booed by the Ghanaian fans. And he said, I have no regrets. I did what I had to do. And I I paid for it. I got sent off. It was not my fault. Their player missed a penalty. And yeah. the thing is, a lot of players, all right, I don't know if you caught this, but a lot of players when they're on national team duty answer questions from the press in their native regional language. But Suarez moved to English. To answer this question, he's like, I'm gonna be clear. I don't want anything clear. lost in translation. I'm gonna be clear for the world's media. And I have no regrets. <laughs> like, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. But then he got his just desserts because now it, it, it's amazing how that group was poised uh, with everything that was happening with, with the Portugal and South Korea game. Ghana were going to go out anyway. Uruguay were beating them. Ghana were going out anyway. They would have to. They would have had to score like five goals, I think, to make up the goal difference in order to stand a chance of qualifying. Right. And they were two nil down. But at two nil down, when they realized that South Korea are beating Portugal, and as it stands, both Ghana and Uruguay are going out, and they realized that Uruguay only needed one more goal more to uh, to qualify, they started wasting time. Yeah, they it was they amazing. Didn't, they didn't go for the goal that would give them pride. Oh, we got one back and we lost 2-1. No, no, no. It was everybody at the back. We defend the fuck out of this two-goal <laughs> deficit, which is the other way. But we will not let these fuckers qualify. It, it was, was amazing. Beautiful. It was yeah. beautiful. In their way, they gave their harami pana back to Suarez so fucking well because yeah. they did nothing wrong. Yeah. They, they did, did absolutely nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. Uruguay yep, didn't absolutely. score. Yeah, their uh, their strikers didn't step up. Yeah, it was uh, it was just desserts. It was absolute beautiful, beautiful karma. My second highlight that I want to talk about is, of course, Saudi Arabia's thrilling victory over Argentina. Now that was one of the results of the group stages, of course. Uh, uh, early on, I think it was uh, their first match, Saudi Arabia versus Argentina, and uh, Saudi Arabia winning. Which led to uh, rumors circulating that the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia, Mohammed bin Salman, was going to gift every player a Rolls Royce. Wait, were those rumors? Yeah, because one of the players—I forget the name—one of the players was asked about it in a in a in a in a press conference uh, before the next game, and he denied it. He said, "No, no, that is not true. Uh, we are here to do our jobs for our country, and uh, that's all we are focused on. We are not getting any gifts or anything. We." 
got a great result and and that's great but now we're looking forward to the next game so he has categorically denied the fact that everybody got a rolls royce but uh, what is true is that there was a public holiday in saudi arabia the next day yeah and not only that but i feel like it did two things one is that lionel messi who is already saudi arabia's uh, tourism brand ambassador yeah. uh, must have made the country very very happy and maybe he very. got a rolls royce or two uh but it really really kick started argentina's campaign they've been yeah. very good and very strong since then so they have but of course there's a lot of uh talks about this world cup being handed to the argentinians cuz i've like okay like even in the argentina was a netherlands game a that referee was terrible all right it was just piss poor officiating a lot of fouls that the argentinians were making were going unpunished simplest of touches from the dutch players were getting yellow cards and things boiled up right like even the dutch players were incensed by the end of the day there were there were a bunch of skirmishes between the argentinian and dutch coaching uh, staffs as well as players uh, to the point where even denzel dumfries got a red card after the penalty shootout so lots went on over there but apart from that even after the portugal game even after portugal lost to morocco bruno fernandes started talking about how uh, the the officiating has been really really poor and it i i i don't want to sound like somebody who's got a tin foil hat on but i do see some patterns i do see a certain level of uh, of leniency being shown towards the argentinian camp and now they've got to face off against morocco we'll see how that goes but This no, no, they be... are. They play France. Uh, Morocco play France. It's uh, oh, Croatia. Oh, sorry, it's Argentina, Argentina, Argentina. Croatia. Yeah, sorry, my bad. So they have to play play off against Croatia, and we'll see how how that goes. But it does feel like ये थोड़ा आसान किया है Argentina के लिए. Considering mm. wait, and and here's and this is where I I strap on my tin foil hat on really really strong. But considering, like you said, Messi is the tourism ambassador of Saudi Arabia. He plays for PSG, which is owned by Qatar. Qatar is where the World Cup is happening. It looks like the Arab world has. <clears throat> mm, mm, I don't know. I mean, I completely agree with you when you say that the officiating has been terrible. But I feel like that's terrible everywhere. And I think, I mean, it has been terrible. I don't know if I see patterns entirely towards Argentina specifically. Um. I agree that the officiating that game was awful. Like even Mike Dean wouldn't want to make a game about himself as much as that fucking referee did. But even the referee for the England France game was very very poor. Like I feel like there was one penalty that could have been given. Poor refereeing all around. And I remember us talking about how we'll see how VAR is being used. in the world cup and then we can judge the premier league accordingly vr feels like it's been okay but the refereeing all round has been quite shit yeah right now with that let's let's look ahead to the semi finals no wait teams. i have another i have another very oh, you have quick another highlight. highlight a oh. very quick highlight since we were talking about shit houseery and i don't know how many people actually caught this but uh in the morocco portugal game in the in stoppage time pepe had that easy header yes that from very close yes. range yes he yes. missed that yes. header and moroccan defender jawad al yamik promptly went to him and gave him a kiss on his head 
Now, I don't you... think even Pepe got that because if Pepe had got that, yeah. there would be blood. There, there would, would be blood. definitely be blood. Like, that, is, that is the equivalent of reaching into the tiger's cage in a zoo and just being like, oh, look, look at you, you big cat. <laughs> Like you are playing with fire, my friend. For this is, sure. This is no, like, no, 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 no. One sec. I don't agree. That is not that. It's not putting your hand into a tiger's cage. It is jumping into a tiger's cage and then going and kissing it on its head. Yeah. That right. is what it is. That is, that is exactly right. what it is. Do you think this is like this is Diego Costa posing with the wolves? This is fucking <laughs> the lion standing next to who's that defender? Yeah, from uh, uh, what is that team? Where, uh, Fuck, I forgot forgot the name, but you know the, the, the oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That uh, that Arabian team, that that team yeah. from Dubai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. It's it, it's getting football players very close to dangerous animals who are predators, and you don't do that. Like it it was. You think Pepe has seen the clips and he's like, I want to go back. I want to go back to Qatar yeah, right for now. Sure. Go for sure. For uh, sure. Can you imagine? He's he's what thirty eight. He's forty maybe. I don't know. He's at, 39, 30, something there, yeah. Something like that. He's in the, probably last World Cup. He's been a fantastic player uh, for all this while. Proper, proper hard man. You've all seen his YouTube compilations of him just kicking people uh, yeah. and, and, and just starting fights and doing all of that. And his career, his international career, we, we are guessing, ends with a Moroccan defender kissing him on the head after missing... <laughs> An easy goal. Like, that is the That's... most anticlimactic end to a beast's journey in international football. And I hope, because of the kind of person Pepe is, I hope that this is all he is remembered for. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. After missing a peach of a header. Exactly. Right. Uh, we're not even going to talk about the, the whole Ronaldo fiasco because enough has been said about Ronaldo. Uh, him crying also seemed very, very put on, like just for the cameras. Ki, main roya dekho. But his 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 behavior has been atrocious, and Fernando Santos dropping him for the last two games for Portugal, I think, was finally a good move by the Portuguese manager, and it worked out in the game against South Korea. It didn't really work out uh, in this one, but uh, yeah, it it it's just, I I mean, it's just nah. Let's not even let's not even go there. I I but I do feel like he is the kind of player who will go on for four more years just to play in the next World Cup, especially if Argentina and Messi happen to win this one. If Messi wins this World <laughs> Cup, I can guarantee you in four years in the US, Canada, and Mexico, Cristiano Ronaldo is going to be there. He won't pick. He won't get picked. He will just not get picked. I don't know. He will pick himself. He <laughs> will pick. He will do whatever it takes. He will takes. become he will, manager. He will retire, become manager, <laughs> and, and then call himself. Call himself off. Or he will disguise himself as a member of the support staff, and then just when he enters America, he will take that disguise off and be like, "Voila, it is I, Cristiano Ronaldo." Uh, <laughs> I think it, it I deserve. Yeah, I think. Look, at the end of the day, he's got the one weapon that not a lot of football players have, right? Like, it, it, when it comes to team selection, when it comes to influencing team policy, he can tell Piers Morgan. So, if he doesn't get picked, I'm sure he will make one call to Piers Morgan and then everything will be will be sorted out. Um, I mean, the yes, man it, lost the plot. That, that yes, goal, it, that uh, Bruno Fernandes goal, where he and Portugal apparently went and gave proof that it touched 
Ronaldo's hair. I mean, like you're really giving proof just to take a goal away from a teammate. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But who we should talk about, I feel like, since we're on Ronaldo, is Gon Goncalo. Goncalo Ramos. Ramos. Goncalo Ramos. Gonzalo Ramos. He's gonna go. He's gonna be that big money. He's gonna be the signing. big money signing. Yep, absolutely. Hopefully, Where'll he go? maybe, maybe, maybe we he'll come to United because uh, Ten Hag has said we are looking for a striker in January. So, fingers crossed. We need somebody like him. Uh, let's see. Mm. Let's see. Right. Let's look forward to the semis now. Semis and the finals. Let's quickly uh, look forward to them. Croatia versus Argentina. Morocco versus France. Uh, your predictions and who do you think is going to go to the finals? Uh, I, I mean, I, I obviously, I would hope for Morocco to go through to the finals. But I feel like I have to say Argentina versus France. It feels like that's the more likely one. That is the, that is the safer bet. That, yes. That's the safest bet. But I feel like it could also be a rematch of the last World Cup. I feel like Croatia could again... Take it to uh, extra time, maybe penalties, and play the long game and and, yeah. and sneak into the final. Yeah, I think that is that is definitely a possibility, and I feel like I feel like it could be a Croatia versus France final. Uh, yeah, and I feel like that will just be easy for France because I don't expect them to lose to Croatia. Um, and for all that the France squad has gone through. With uh, Benzema being injured just before the World Cup, with Pogba being injured, and the whole uh, uh, accusations against Pogba by his own brother about putting a curse on Mbappe and all the implosions that threatened to happen, I think they've they've made a good account of themselves this World Cup. I think they've been fairly uh, uh, strong. They've been fairly consistent. Uh, Giroud has been a revelation for France. Oof. I think he stepped up. Uh, into that frontline leading striker, but still somehow considered to be a backup striker role. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he must be thinking, the what more do I have striker. to do? Yeah. yeah, what more does he have to do to be considered? Like Benzema has called him a fucking go kart. मतलब बहुत हो गया उसके साथ. He's the top goal scorer. Yeah, he's the country's top goal scorer now. And still, everybody's like Mbappe, Mbappe, Mbappe. So you know, I think that that fire is going to push him to even uh, to 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 do even better in the in the two games that remain because I feel like they will make it to the finals. So he will play both those games, um, mm. and we'll see. Right, it is time to wrap up. Though uh, we are running out of time, it's a short episode this time around. It is time to wrap up. Uh, we will be back soon. Let's uh, try to be back uh, just before the 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 finals or maybe just after the finals. We'll figure it out. We'll work out on our schedule and 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 put out an episode. But uh, it has been great to do this again after three long weeks. We've forgotten what this felt like. Yeah, it's been too long. Yeah, too long, too long indeed. But we will be back. We will be more regular. We promise. Uh, but uh, I don't promise then, and all. Huh? Uh, let, let's not promise. Let's huh. promise. Let's we are all mukeshes in this world. <laughs> we are all mukeshes. Uh, but yes, until next time, we won't say if that's next week or next year, because uh, you know next year is possible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, until next time, it is goodbye. You from fully us. become Akash. uncle. Like with Akash. that, you proved how uncle you are. Mo. Yes, and I deserve this. <laughs> yes, I am full uncle. Uh, but until next time, it is goodbye from us to so say bye, Akash. Bye, guys. And it is bye from me. 